Hey, man, we're back again, man, here. Talk a little bit about prize picks. Oh. I just want to tell y'all, I went five for five. Here you go. I put in 750. I came out with 7,500. But you know why, though? Because prize picks wants you to win. Listen, if you use the promo code PIVOT, Pivot. they will match you up to $100. And, Channing, you know, we're already in the big states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida, California, Texas, we got all the big states, 75% of them. Man, we're rolling. And I'm telling you, it's so much fun because you can be a fan of sports and then you can bet on guys. And that's what nowadays people like people. This guy, that guy, he's mm -hmm. better, that better. So I'm winning money off Jimmy Bucket. My man Butler is, the, is that <laughs> dude dude right now. But, yeah, so – I'm going to wear your ass out. RC, you had a good run, yeah. but we're about to wear your ass out here in these Eastern Conference, Western Conference this finals. This guy will not stop talking, but I'm going to simplify daily fantasy, player props, pick your favorite players, put money in, get money out, go do it. Prize picks. You want to show the app? I got an app, too. Nah. <laughs> hey. You want to show an app? Like he's Screenshot like an app your too. picks and show us. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. What up, dude? What's up, y'all? Yeah. How y'all doing, man? What's up, baby? You good? What's up? What's up, baby? What up, my guy? What's up, Rod? What's happening with you, boy? How are you? Put the skin tight on, huh? You know what I mean? You, 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 know gonna, you gonna show it to me? You know what I mean? Like I'm back, like I'm backpedaling. <laughs> hey, every time he hit me in the morning, he's like, yeah, I'm in the gym, dog. You I'm know in, what I'm saying? Every time I'm in the but gym. It's, but it's we true. be in, bro, we be in group meetings, team meetings. This motherfucker be on the Peloton breathing hard asking questions. <sighs> so uh, if we get this endorsement, hey, that's hey, we start the show, man. Let me, that's let me start the show. We I, I, thought we, I thought we did start the show. Well, I, gotta, I thought this was it. I got stuff I gotta do. Do man. it. Hold up. Limitless. Biggest to me, guy pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Niggas send me cow pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Hey, the pivot has actually already started. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you subscribe, like uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple. Please like. We appreciate all the support. But, I mean, we already started, man. We got a lot of power in the room today, though. You oh, know what man. I'm saying? Oh, look at that word. We got a lot of power in the room. We got old Freddie T, Shannon. Oh, uh, we got our boy Amari, though. You know what I mean? We Listen, here, man. I just I'm want so y'all to know, to here, every morning we text, though, I'm in the gym. <laughs> I feel like he was trying to let me know, you know what I'm saying? That like, when what he up? Came Come on, Rob. Right. Come on. <laughs> right. No, no, no. You, you got to know, Odo. He let us know when you text him. Oh, he'll text? He'd be my like... Boy, my boy O just hit yeah, me. Yeah, so I'll be proud. like, bro. He's yeah, proud. Yeah. He, he my guy. But you know what's crazy, though? You and I get to hang when we get back home home. Home home. He, Back in the live, A, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he don't slide through the A too He gonna much. slide. I'm, 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 I'm gonna pull him out tonight. He, he's gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna no, I'm a, day I'm about. home. He, he, he live here. He from here. Yeah. I'm from here, but I live in South Florida. Oh, so yeah, he don't never come down there. Oh, you ain't coming down there? You, you at the crib for real? Yeah, bro. We gotta oh, slide. Bro. We gotta slide. Yeah. That'd be That's cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Fred and I met a long time ago. Long, long time ago. He uh, long back in uh, with, with with uh, Hines and Big Stroud. Yeah. But you played with Hines, fellas. No. Yeah, I played with Hines in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. How many I played with Hines in Pittsburgh. Play? Shoot, Hines was there what four years with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hines was there four years. So with this me. was this was the time we used to tear that ass up. The yeah, Gators Florida was, was good, us, bro. We was we used Florida to mop y'all too. You were. But you, but yeah, yeah. You remember though when y'all were number one? And then y'all came to You're LSU. You're gonna always remind we me of that. We, we've had 30 shows, and he reminded me of that 10 times already. You remember when y'all were, were 9 and 0 and we came and whooped y'all's ass in Baton Rouge? I was you in the league. That. I was in the I league. I know you was in the league. I was we in the league. 12 and 1 championship. Oh, you know it, don't bro. act crazy now. 
No, I'm, I mean, I'm fine. This is so, like, the pivot ain't had this before. Now, this is beef. <laughs> this is, this, no, you this did it. It's I your did fault. do it. You it know why? Because you got on the murder kit. I got on the murder kit. I got on the ghost. Now we got the ghost fake job. Somebody finna get shot tonight. And and you went closer to the color blood. Like, that ain't. Well, because I always see you used to clean off real good. I'm still mad at you for killing Roller because he was your friend. Roller was my guy. Roller was your friend. He said it too. He said, I'm your friend. And he had the one thug no, tear like it was Denzel. My tear. I think I cried. Did you did you cry? You I cried shot while Roller. Everybody want to know, is, is Ghost really dead, bro? <laughs> like, why they, and why they want to know, Fred? Because cause you know why I'm asking We've never that. seen a character. We've never seen nobody like that. We've never, ever, ever seen nobody like that. The closer we got to that was, you know, they talk about Al Pacino and, you know, but they're, they're of Latin descent. They're in a different country, but New York, the way you ran things, like, we, we ain't never seen that. I feel like all of us saw it in a real small pubescent version of some uncle who kind of put us up on game and taught us what not to do. And particularly with the four of us having promised athletically that we could then, of course, have a career in football or go even in another sport or get, you know, an opportunity, as you three have segued into being now journalists and all these business opportunities that we haven't even talked about that all four of us are now privy to. There's definitely those uncles and even uncle figures within a neighborhood that were like ghosts who would grab you up and go, don't go this direction. This is the direction you're supposed to be going. Allen Iverson included. He had enough of those guys that were very Jamie to ghost. I wouldn't say James St. Patrick, but I think, Fred, maybe James St. Patrick is the apparition, the ghost, if you will, of what Ghost and Jamie, as a two-headed monster, wanted to become. Right. So the wow. third-headed monster of James St. Patrick becoming this polished, you know, entrepreneur who was equally probably able in aptitude and in brain capacity, able to work Wall Street numbers if he wanted to. Right. He could have done so many different things. You think about the Michael Jordans and the, and the Magic Johnsons and what they've been able to spin off in terms of the business conglomerates, corporations that they've been able to create curating jobs for all kind of people left and right, you could almost call Nike Mikey mm -hmm. for the rest of our time on this earth. And what he did for Phil Knight, and that, and that to me was what was so beautiful about Jamie Ghost trying to become James St. Patrick is that he absolutely was on the same, in his mind, which by the way, we are the master of our fate. Right. Nobody else is. We go home to spouses, some of us. We go home to children. We got a lot of dependents um, that are not just our spouses or our children. People that definitely, especially within the black community, we have to put money in their pockets. Yeah. We got to put money on the books, whether they're incarcerated actually, or whether this you know, big-ass America has incarcerated them in some capacity. And then you get a ghost saying even to Atasha and to his homie, who the black conglomerate, excuse me, or the culture has embraced in, that being Joseph Shakur's Tommy. And all of a sudden, he's saying to both of these people, who are his brackets on a shelf, if he's a book, they on the left and the right, before the kids came. And obviously over that is, of course, the magnanimous presence of 50s Canaan. And you get a ghost saying to everybody, yo, we can really crack it open. There's a real aha moment to be had. Like, Let's really run the, run the table. Right. And, and not in a dirty way, but like in a clean way. 
The beautiful thing, Fred, as to why we were so addicted to this guy, and me in it still enough, but also one foot out of it enough to look back at this cat and to know that he truly was the hero. Mm. But on paper, he's the anti-hero. And you agree? 100%. We, we've seen that. We I mean, see I that. Me, I got to give me a hug. Yes, yes. It went deep. No, it went deep. No, it went deep. I'm going to get me a drink. We see that, though. We see that in, you know, in our environment, in our demographic, right? We do. We we've see seen... heroes that we tout as heroes, right. but that others make so not heroic. 100%. And then we equally know that the Crips and the Bloods oftentimes have nothing on the government. 100%. So with that, in a perfect world, just, just playing it out, how would you have liked to see, you know, ghosts, you know, the, the, the ending, right? And maybe that begs the question, the great question that you ask. It was the way that you, see, nobody has said, nobody has asked it that way. The way that FT just hit it was really different for me, Ryan and Channing, I'll tell you why. Because when people ask it, they go, yo, there was no coffin. Right. Yo, you didn't actually take your last breath on the ground, or at least the camera didn't necessarily show that. It showed you trying to make sure that Tommy didn't shoot your son. The way that you asked it, Fred, was, we never seen no cat like that. Mm -hmm. So that makes me realize that no matter what Instagram post I post, bro, it can be about, yo, it's Brave's seventh birthday. It's my son's seventh birthday. Yo, when goes coming back? <laughs> like, bro, I actually said it's his birthday. Right, right, right. Yo, I'm on this next project. I want y'all all to check it out. I actually filmed it, I don't know, eight months ago. It's coming out next week. Yo, when goes coming back? Right. And after a while, of course, you got fans, and, and God bless them, who will absolutely go, yo, I rock with this, but... And there's always that hefty but. So the way you posed it was, when I said, Fred, why? Why, why, do, why does or why do people want to know and why does everyone want to know? And you said, because we never saw no cat like that. And in my mind, I'm like, and honestly, Fred, I'm going to throw it back to you. And Channing, you need two brews for this one because <laughs> this one's going to really go deep. You have, though, because Fred Taylor is full of ghosts. Mm. Ryan Clark is full of ghosts. Channing Crowder, full of ghosts. Omari Hardwick, full of ghosts. It begs the confusion. When I run up on this cat in the airport, who am I meeting? Oh, or ghost. Fred, Ryan, and Channing are so ghosts that y'all would go, it's a little bit of both. Got it. There, there, there's got to be a little bit of O oh, in every character he played. Yeah, but he just played an affable, funny, doting, loving, charming, almost eight-year-old kid-like character on the left side. Then he just aged himself and played alongside or across Tony Collette in this other project. Yeah. Right. I'm confused. And Fred, the reality is, not only have we never seen a guy like this, perhaps, in a visual space, when you brought up Al Pacino's Scarface, or, you know, obviously Al Pacino's equal, Michael Corleone, the son of the genius, rest in peace, Marlon Brando, having played Godfather, blacks are highly Velcroed to the Italian story. We are, particularly if the Italian story via Sicilian bloodline is the story, because Sicily, as you know, is right next to Africa, 
And absolutely, there's some more blood up in that. Right. But we never had no black story like this outside of a movie with Wesley playing perhaps Nino Brown, if you will. But Ghost wanting to go right, Nino had no desire to go right. Wesley's Nino had no desire to go right. It's Ghost's desire to break good from being bad. That's so sexy. But when you say that we've never had it, I don't agree because he's in so many of us, we just didn't get to watch with grandma to the left, Wifey to the right, kids there, friends eating salty or sweet, drinking wine or drinking whiskey, watching it Sunday night coming in pervasively, not only into your living room, but in your spirit for six and a half years. We didn't get to see that guy, but he's in a lot of the brothers that I remember. But I think the other piece of it, though, that you said earlier, though, was you did have three different personas. Yeah, right. Sure. And so, so, and so the only thing, sure. like, if you're, gonna, if you're gonna think about something we got to watch for six years, it would be The Wire. There you right? go. But then, there you go. but Omar wasn't really like yeah. that. Stringer Bell wasn't yeah. really like the Avon. No. With like, the suit they, on. Yeah, they, they, they Running the build, city with the yeah. suit on. Right, yeah. they, they didn't yeah. build anybody yeah. up yeah. like that. So yeah. when you talk about a, a little bit of O having to be in everything that he plays, what were the experiences and things you had to pull from, whether it was to be in front of Tasha talking about running a family or getting out of the game, you know, whether it was doing the deals and trying to get the clubs up and get the different troops up, or if it was talking to Angie about, hey, look, when I'm done over here, it's me and you. Like, it's a lot of stuff. D it was complex, but you have to play it, though, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So let, let's get out of what Ghost was and what O had to be to go to work every day and make that come to life. What a great question. I'll marry it to Fred's question and, and the answer that how I would have wanted it to play out to your question. And it's so similar to athletes. It's, you know, y'all know, y'all watch me. And all the athletes, people go, oh, you mentor so many athletes, you know? It's because the Freds, the Ryans, and the Channings go, oh, was a ball player. He's a poet and he's a ball player. The marriage is perhaps the actor. That, that, that's it. So the way I would have liked to see it play out in a poetic justice type of way, and not the movie Fred, but just right, right. figuratively speaking, poetic justice-wise, similar to the turn of what Denzel's brilliant character obviously brilliantly portrayed by Denzel, gave us in Man on Fire. Mm. A life for a life. Mm. Yeah. When he went to give his life for Dakota Fanning's character, mm. that's what I wanted, would have wanted. I, I envisioned, and I shared it with, with Courtney as well as with Joseph, I envisioned Tommy getting caught up in some shit and Ghost had decidedly, after trying every turn, this is where athletes come in, we leave it all on the field, or so the coach request that we leave it all on the field. Mm -hmm. When Ghost decidedly felt like every turn I've gone left, right, backwards, forwards, sideways, whatever, up, down, I did leave it all on the field and it's still not working for me the way I want it to work for me. So f after that, exhausting all of the options to be bigger and to be everything he wanted to be, what makes him so addictive is that we all can relate to someone so grounded they never get too big for their britches. The britches of which they put on when they first started. Tommy is that. Mm -hmm. You started with Tommy. So he gets caught up in some shit. What I envisioned was me having to go give a life for a life. If it was such a beautiful moment, I probably shared it with Courtney first, but when I shared it with Joseph, he was like, yo, I love it. And I said, instead of Romeo and Juliet, it's like Romeo and Romeo. Right. What also made it kind of cool, Fred, and, and Ryan, tell me if I'm wrong, and I had to tap into a thing I'm about to say, to your point. The brotherhood, the camaraderie, actually being raised with four boys in the house for me. Mm -hmm. And then also being around a gazillion men as it pertained to being an athlete, particularly the sport of football. 
We all tried our hand at basketball and baseball. But football comes like a set. It comes like the set of that which you do a podcast around or the set of all sets, which is a movie set having about 90 people on set. Football's the same way. Yeah. Traveling squad included. Those who don't make the traveling squad once you get in the NFL, it's still about 80 people, trainers included, that you're dealing with. So to me, the camaraderie, Ryan, that I always have with men, particularly black men, that was the first obvious insertion I put into this guy. I injected it like heroin. I'm a guy's guy. I can't erase it. Every dude who comes up to me and goes, yo, my girl loves you, homie. Can I get a picture? I always say, you don't love me? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you, don't love, you don't love me? Yeah. You got to love me first. You the king of your household. Right. Yeah. She can fanfare me. My girl might fanfare the three of these men. But the man's got to rock with the man. Women are brighter, stronger, smarter, quicker, but every smart, stronger, brighter, quicker woman in here would all raise their hand in agreement, listening or viewing this podcast and say, it is factual as to what Omari's about to say, and here's the about, that unfortunately, as bright and as quick thinking and as strong and as more powerful than men women are, they still interpersonally, between women, don't rock out the way that men interpersonally Rocking. 100%. They just don't. And all the smart, strong women would go, it's true. So I had to first insert that. Like, I got to get the guys. You don't go for women. Oh, Mari, I want you to embrace your sexuality. That was said to be my Jay Hardwick. But Jay Hardwick forgot, you're a woman. I'm a man. I'll embrace sexuality, which is very difficult to do. But in embracing my sexuality, if you want me to become that, which obviously shows her level of security, what I am very good at is embracing how much I'm not afraid to love on men, particularly black men. Super different. There's not a lot of actors who have that. So that's the first insertion for me, right? Like, let me be an activist with this guy. Mm. Like, if John Lewis did what he did, if Dr. King did what he did, if Malcolm did what he did, if Fred Hampton did what he did, Stokely, you know, all the way over to Huey P. Newton, and just young cats on the block right now that we don't know who are rocking out for their community. Mm -hmm. Even a cat like Dolph, rest in peace. That young rapper did a lot for the hood. He did. I decidedly made this guy of activism. It was my secret weapon. I got in the Bible one day and I said, oh, he saw awaiting God striking him off the horse for being such a badass and not bad isn't good. And now he's hit by the light and now he's Paul. But if we could make it Fred, Channing, and also Ryan to the point where we never see him quite make it to that status of being the elevated one, then we would keep watching every Sunday because we're rooting for him to get to that place. That was my whole mission with the guy. So for me, part of getting cut short, no, he almost made it, would be to go save Tommy because I still got everybody's affinity, their empathy, their, man, I feel bad for the cat. That's how I envision him going out. And by the way, Fred, had I left it all on the floor in that way, I don't necessarily know if the fans would be so fanatical about my return. Because it would have all been there. Right. But con consciously, you think about that. Because I was going to ask, like, that ghost, and I just said, like, the dude that run the streets with a suit on. Which was a great point, Shannon. Wh which is just I like, mean, string of, we're did, not used to seeing Did Idris that. wear that? Did Idris wear that as string of bitch? Nah, straight. You know, straight. That, that was back in the day. They had the big slacks and button-ups. Oh, oh, he was yeah, he, he was those, those were pimps. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had the flashy cars, like... Go slide, but I want to ask you like that. That yeah, he was dressed to the nines. We done said the word ghost more than we done said 
Omari. You know what I'm saying? I, know. I, know. I wanted to ask, man, when you saw that script, did you know it was special? Because we know you're a black activist. Like, we, we know you, you, you know what I'm saying, you for the people, the culture and all. But how does Ghost become Ghost? Like, is that you? Do you, do you try to follow a script? Yeah, because, bro, when, I, when we started watching Power, and I'm looking at you like that uncle, like, this is how men move, no matter what they do, that's no matter what their, 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 their stream of income is. And the operative what created word is, that? And the operative word is do. You're right about that. The first thing that created it was looking at the script, Johnny, and looking at it and, and then running from it. <laughs> I've, I have read an article about uh, the great Chiwetel Ejiofor Wright playing uh, 12 Year Slave. Mm -hmm. And they said, Chiwetel, how did you know you wanted to do it? He said, because I ran from it. Wow. So the fear, right? And I am aware, Channing, that equal to the 11-year-old who's out on someone's football field right now, whether it's become a dangerous or whether we've become more aware that it's a dangerous sport that we play, and some of us are not allowing our sons to play ball like we did, and they're playing everything from flag ball to baseball, which you can play forever, right. to hoop, whatever it may be, that 11-year-old on a football field right now, because it's such a difficult sport, he is hearing in his right ear, everybody say, oh, my God, you could be, you could be, you could be, you could be. And on the left side, he's got this thing called fear where he's like, I don't know. Shannon, I was 11 years old at 37 looking at this script and going, I could be, I could be, I could be, I could be. And on this side, I was like, oh, this is fucking, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> because there were so many layers, to your point, Ryan. There was so much complexity in the bag and it forced me that moment, that quiet moment within my own meditative space to go, damn, nigga, you were gifted, as Deion Sanders said to me one time, with such a bag of gift. Mm -hmm. And I had to say it to myself, Johnny, and that, bro, especially when you're raised humble, is super difficult. Yeah. Somebody asked me recently, how do people get to, you know, the Tigers and the Michaels and the Kobe's? You know, I just told her, I said, they almost go sociopathic. So. So Channing, I have the aptitude, I said to your wife, I said, you wouldn't be with Channing if he wasn't crazy. She goes, facts. <laughs> so, so I'm aware that I'm off. Yeah. I'm aware. I, I know why we respect firefighters. Yeah. To do things we can. Fred, Ryan, and Channing, firefighters are off. Why would you run into a burning building? When everybody else is running away. Everybody's up. They're off. So Channing, I was aware I was off. All the other roles I played up to that point allowed my off to be qualified. This asked for my off. So when I answered the young gal who asked me in Spain upon ending that film, how do people get to that? And y'all Negroes know Michael Jordan. He goes sociopathic. Yeah. Is Ghost sociopath? Is Tommy a psychopath? She said, great question, both a spectrum. Sociopath-ish. Psychopath-ish. Ish on the spectrum. So what I had to do first, Channing, was that. I had to go, oh, where are you most off? Like, what, what's your issues? You know, when, when no one's around you, family included, when you go in that room and you close the door, where do you sit and go, fuck, I hate this side of myself. I feel so ashamed of this. And then equally, where do you go to that place when probably now you don't mind doing it when your family's around, of course, right? Where do you go and how do you go when you think about yourself as big and as proud of what you've done and what you can accomplish? I had to marry the two of those together. But all of it, for me, Channing, was mostly, all of it was focused more in the column of my flaws and my bullshit. I can play the honor of the guy. Yeah. I can play that. 
Because you got to play it all the time in life. As a football player, Janet, you are constantly asked to make the play. Make the play. And we got a mask. And we're not 6'6 on average. And the closest row to us at a football stadium is about 35 feet away from us, from sideline to someone leaning over and doing this to us. People could talk about Kyrie responding the way he did the other day. It's not a happenstance that NBA ball players keep getting fined for these things when it's unfair that they're getting fined because fans are being protected unfairly. Respectful fans should be protected, but not disrespectful fans. And they are clothed opposite, as you stated, of ghosts wearing a suit. But I'm also wearing a suit almost naked because who's not looking at a well-dressed man? So in basketball, everyone's looking at not only a well-dressed man, but it's all exposed. Channing, wearing helmets, dog. So we learn humility without knowing it in football because we're wearing helmets. Ghost was exposed. Channing, the script made me feel naked. Like, damn, I got to show all my gifts. <laughs> but you did it well. And, and I really, really am forever humble that you feel that I did it well. No, you but did it was great. super dangerous for my spirit to dive into that level of a dive. Yeah. Especially my flaws. That's what Mari's flaws. It's not all ghost and not all 50. It's not all Courtney always says that part of it was written after her father. Uh -huh. But what about the guy playing him? I gotta, I, my process is very unique. So you can say what you want, Courtney, about who you created it after. 50, you can give me whatever wisdom you want to give me as to what your ghost life was, because you had one, but, but I gotta play it. What do you mean process, though? Your process is different. That part. I think a lot of people just play it, right? And they just go, okay, I can kind of play the beats and let me just, the guy is bad, but now he's breaking good. But I had to fall in love with how bad he was. I don't know if every actor, well, I know, I shouldn't say that, that's ignorant. Every actor, Ryan, doesn't play the beats the same way. Which is why when you and wifey are watching something, Ryan, you go, mm, I didn't feel it here. Mm -hmm. You know the actors that make you feel it here. It's because they went down there and grabbed it, Ryan. Then they gave it to you. So of course you feel it there, because they grabbed it. But see, that's, but that, hard, that's the point I'm trying to make. And I think without what you did in power, no one would really care about power force. What tum well, Tommy, that's a different. But the other power, the power universe, mm -hmm. you did it so well that, you know, now we're peeking into everything else that they're doing after, mm -hmm. after Ghost, right? Yes. But you're saying how deep you got into it. I I've heard a lot of people talk about you know, Pac changing from this poet and this amazing person after he played Bishop. Oh, Fred, that's deep, bro. And he turned into Tupac. See, but you're able to flip that switch. And here we are with Amari. You know, even though you played the fuck out of Ghost, like, you know who you are. Tupac, I think, extended the role of, of Bishop into his agree. everyday, and it ended tragic. Completely, and the, and the inadvertent tragic reality was Biggie. Yeah. Biggie's the innocent caught up in that shit. Mm -hmm. Pac is one of the most powerful human beings on earth and we do forget that that power that Omari speaks of, only piggybacking your great point, that's a great analogy for it, was 25 years old. Mm -hmm. That nigga was gone by 25, but he, he worked as if he was on the earth for at least 55 years. Mm -hmm. So it just shows the gift and genius that he came with, but I agree with you completely. He was not at the level of maturity yet to be able to separate the poet, who sounded very different in that 17-year-old interview we've all seen, mm -hmm. as the son of a freedom fighter, and that being a Feeney, and Matula was like a stepfather, whatnot. 
and he was born Lassane. Remember, Tupac is Lassane, then named Tupac. He was so different, but didn't have the maturity enough and the years enough, bro. Let's give him some grace and mercy right. to sit and go, oh, I'm, a tra I'm an actor, I'm a thespian. Not that he wasn't great, you know, as Stretch with, with, with the great Tim Roth in Gridlock. I liked him a lot in Gridlock. And I didn't mind him at all in, in, in of course, Poetic Justice with Janet. Because he's so gifted anyway. The camera catches that, Fred. Right. Like you and I are unafraid to look at each other as black men. So many brothers have become so look-awayable mm -hmm. that it's even look-awayable if you compliment another brother by preceding it with no homo right. right. Huh? So Pac was one of those great men, but the man was cut short at 25 years old. And now that we've all, the four of us and others like us, grown further from that age of 25, we look back and go, damn, we kind of expected a lot from him. He was a baby. He was a baby. He was a baby. But you're right, I was brought into this reminded that I was a thespian and I needed to be able to switch in and out of different roles, flip the switch to your point, right. and maybe he wasn't. That got involved. Then it's like, do I play the character of that? Or right. like, who is that? Are the old rappers really themselves? And the new rappers are putting on the front? Like, right. Right. and the Instagram adds to that. Social media adds to like, I'm just gonna be a commercial. Huh? <laughs> Gotta sell. When you mentioned earlier, Jay Hardwick, who's your wife. Yes. You mentioned her saying about tapping into your sexuality. Yeah. The one thing that we've learned as a community, for sure, is if it's ours, we grab it and hold it like it can't be for nobody else. For sure, sure. Right? And so, and also the other thing is, too, like, we've been, we talked about ghosts for the first 20 minutes because people sometimes forget that you are Amari. You've been a thespian for two decades before this even happens, and now you become ghosts, and we grab you and we hold you. That's humbling, man. I think it's twenty. I think it's twenty years. Yeah, like, like, like you're ours, and then obviously your your family becomes public, and you start to take heat yeah. for not being married to a black woman. Yeah. And you know, and Fred kind of mentioning I mean, it, it leaking into your life. How, how how did that make you feel when you know, like you said to yourself, I'm trying to bring y'all to activists. Yeah. I was in a such a, you know, we're born in, Fred, you, you know, the latter 70s, and I'm the middle of the 70s. I'm 79. 79, and I'm yep. 74. We're, we're 70s babies, and even the early 80s babies are this, Reaganomics babies, right? The crack epidemic child. Right. We are a conduit of sorts between that 90-year-old great-grandparent or grandparent, depending on when parents or grandparents had kids, and our children, who some of whom are as young as five years old three years old. We are the middle. That 70s, 80s shit is weird, bro. So by nature, being from the South, hell, 15 minutes away from this interview, Decatur, Georgia, straight up Wesley Chapel, Snapfinger. <laughs> I absolutely, at times, had to deal with my own, not fear, but perhaps apprehension, again, yeah, okay, apprehension could be a next-door neighbor to fear, but my apprehension because of being raised in the generation, whereas a 14-year-old presently to about, I don't know, 30-year-old would go, what does it matter? She's incredible, and she's hot, and she's pretty, and she's white, and, she, and she's into the Bible, and she... But, 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 for, but for me, Ryan, it's a great point. I, I wasn't necessarily as free as I should have been, but I realized where I was free always. I was always free, and I remember even going to like, Virginia Highlands and different parts of Atlanta that no brothers went to to write poems and then go back to, of course, Decatur, where it was nothing but people who looked like me. I absolutely was unapologetic about that shit, 
but obviously enough apologetic nature that my pops kept saying, stop being apologetic. Mm -hmm. So there was a quality in me, and Fred is shaking his head and he understands this. I was in a cafeteria table, and always will use this as the analogy. I was in a cafeteria, excuse me, at the table, colored black. Latinos get to be involved sometimes, sometimes. And I'm not saying that, right? I'm saying our culture would say sometimes. But I was always at the cafeteria table within that big cafeteria space, Ryan, thinking, shit, we more powerful if those of us tapped and called by God to roam around the cafeteria, get up and fucking roam around the cafeteria table. Why the f would I relegate myself to the field? I'm a master. Why would I relegate myself to being that? I'm naturally, by nature, a worker who would be denoted or coined or monikered or labeled as enslaved times. But I'm also a field meets a master. That's a funky combination. So I was walking around the cafeteria table, and by the time I got to a J, I realized nobody can tell me where to go and what table to go to and how to go to it and what person, because by the way, I'm so different and quite unique with my humility as the foundation of who I am included, because there's so many arrogant people around me because just people in general are arrogant, even if it's not about bragging, but it's about stabbing each other in the back and moving on and trying this and that. The worst animals on earth, Ryan, are human beings, yep. not animals. So for me, I looked in the mirror one day and I thought, I'm doing it again. And I, damn, God, why you do Shit, I'm doing it again. I'm now bringing not anything to make our community better. You don't marry outside of your race to make your community better. That's not what you're doing. You are open to what God is saying that will make you individually better. We as a culture, Ryan, you astutely, brilliantly said it, we're so fucking Velcro to each other that we then think, you think you're bringing that thing over here to make us all better. No. It's about me. It's about me. And if I get better, then we all gonna get better. So I had to just come to that understanding. And then in coming to that, I realized Part of what made Jay so incredible was that she was so fucking strong in ways that a lot of black women weren't aware that white women could be. So in her proving that she don't fucking go nowhere, you can throw a million stones at her Mary Magdalene. She don't move. It made, because as black people, this is the greatest quality we possess. Our greatest of swag is that we have to be connected to God differently because we're trampled every other day. And the next greatest of our swag is that in that, all we really care about at the end of the day is you, is you, whomever it is that doesn't look like us, withstanding the fire that we've withstood. If you can you stand, see in that heat. and if we see you do that, we go, all right, cool, you made it in. And that's not bad. It's the same as a white comedian, Jim Carrey included, not necessarily being affirmed unless the black audience laughs at his jokes. It's similar. So it's why it's easy, Channing, for me to be so about black movement and mobility, but equally to understand that part of that is we need everybody on the team. Athletics are special because we were forced very early to understand that someone who looks like Joseph's Tommy is equally as viable and needed for someone who looks like Omari's ghost. Yeah. It can be the same way romantically. And so people come in and they got a lot to say and why would they not? As you get bigger, I've started to learn 
the light bulb is on you, a microphone's in front of your face, and now, unfortunately, Ryan, the microphone's in front of everybody's face. So they all get to have an opinion on that. And they didn't prior. Yeah, and it's a those what is it like damn Spider-Man or something. Great power. With great power comes great responsibility. And being there, and now do you get asked about that? No, not at do, all. Do you get presented with that? Because, you know what I'm saying, you you are one of the most known black men in the world, bro. And now you got these dudes looking and seeing and being like, oh, he's not yeah. married to a black woman. Yeah, yeah. Because they see what you portray in the world. They see yeah. your, your your activism. They see what you yeah. do. And we do the oh, what is it? Blue blue apple. Blue apple poetry. Blue network. apple poetry, bro. You are a genius. I I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, to be able to do both of those things, play ball and bro, poetry. Play ball, poetry, the acting, like you, you the your the dynamic way that you approach life, and now knowing you. And knowing who you are. But you know what I realized, Jenny? I'm that sec- pushback, but that I'm push- secondly, that, does that pushback get to you? Because you sec- like, listen, Hell yeah, because I'm a human. But Jenny, I'm secondly a brother. That took a long time to figure out. Jenny, I'm secondly a brother. But I'm first God's kid. And a lot of us go to church on Sunday or don't go to church, whatever. You know, religion is man-made. God is real. Religion is man-made. Whether you believe in religion or God or not, religion is man-made the most numbered murders on earth are all related to religion. But if you go to some institution, even if it's your bathroom on the toilet, and talk to God or someone higher, you're doing that, Shani, because you are embracing that you're under something bigger than you. As a brother, Shani, I'm not bigger than the next brother. And I think after a while, there's so many black women Mostly because they are our first. We come through their womb. They have been now privy to my communication and even in this response to you and your elegant question, they would say, oh, he's really that. And he's like all of that. He's a nigga. He's a Negro. He's a proud African-American. He's a black man. He's, I'm all of that. Nigga, I won't trust you if you ain't got no nigga in you. But see, Channing, I also won't trust a white person if they ain't got enough nigga in them. So my shit is just different, dog. It's just different. And it's taken me so many years to just be able to say that out loud. It's a very interesting interview because I'm different. It took me forever to say that. Everybody's been hashtagging for a very long time on Instagram. And everybody that's doing that or creating hashtags, as you know, Shannon, they're younger than me, you, Fred, and and Ryan. They are. But if I could hashtag what they do a lot, which is hashtag different, a lot of times we'd be like, "Mm, I don't know if you're that different. Kind of look the same as everybody else. Kind of smell the same, kind of look the same, kind of think the same. I was lamenting one day, to your point, Channing. I might have been crying. Who knows, bro? I was talking to Big Brother. Y'all know him as Big Daddy Kane. And I was talking to Big Daddy Kane one day, and I said, damn, Kane. And it wasn't anything to do with, because Jay's biggest fan base is black women. Now, Channing, Fred, and Ryan know that. Her biggest fan base is the same fan base that we are supposing stoned her. Supposing is the operative. I ain't saying it. Y'all ain't gonna get me to say that black women stone Jay. I understand that black women feel away because we are their natural diamond. We're their oil. Duh. And they are ours. But if I'm first gods, well then homie, I gotta first rock out with what God is telling me to do directionally. A lot of it is, is through the lens of lust though. They see you and they say, damn, he fine as a muff. 
You know, so. Only you, Fred. Fred, I can be honest. Only you, Fred, would put it that way. Junior just laughed. Right, Junior just laughed. But I'm going to tell you why. That's what they're going to say. And that's why. Freddie Flowers. But it's deeper than that. You know why I'm saying only Fred? Because the three, because this is an interesting interview. There are some interviews where there are black men in the interview space only. Mm -hmm. Solamente for our Latino and, and, and other uh, Latin diaspora viewers and listeners. Did Angela teach you that? No. <laughs> the irony is that in the midst of that, if Fred says it, you could have equally said it, Ryan, because you're a flower giver. Channing, you could have equally said it because you're a flower giver. And also, ironically, it is four brothers who many, many a sister, a black woman, even a black woman lost, who doesn't really realize she's black, would absolutely say, well, shit, I rock with all them brothers. In whatever that means, not just from a sexual standpoint, but from what we possess in our noggin, to how we physically look, to how we present ourselves, to how we care about our families, which is obviously sexy. That might be the most sexy thing. To our beliefs, what have you. But I do understand it being from the lust perspective. But ironically, Fred, I never spent time on that one. No, I, I agree with Does you. Does that make sense? Because but I'm talking about the simple, the simplistic view. For sure. That but the they reason say, I don't no, spend why time. are you over here? And the reason I don't spend time on you. that one is because if they say we should have you, then this begs the point that I'm making about Big Daddy Kane saying to me when I said, yo, what is, I'm, 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 I feel not only different, but I just feel like I'm so misunderstood, Big Daddy. Mm -hmm. And Kane responded, you ain't supposed to be understood. You fly at a different frequency. And he said, what's dope, is that you never forget that your frequency of flight is for first and foremost our people. First and foremost. Right. I said, I can't. He said, well, you don't, which is great. Whether you can or not, many do, even if they can't. They choose to fly away from us as a culture. You haven't. And so I understand from your great point, Fred, yes, from a lust perspective, from a perspective of us four being 15 years old in the mall and looking at a chick walk by and only being sexual in our thought. Hell, sometimes brothers, I know women, close your ears. Sometimes brothers can be talking about a friend of theirs that just got murdered. And if a bad girl walks by, we literally be like, yo, yeah, so bro, the way he was shot was crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. So we all have that lens of, of, of that of being lust. But I do understand to Channing's point, Oh, you've become such an influential embodiment of black masculinity, not from a sexual standpoint, but for what we want black men to be. From that standpoint, if you're not with the one that's on your arm, that matches the people that are. And of course, it is more, you know, related to being black women. Of, of course, because women by nature will, will go, no, it's mine. They're nurturers. So even in some of the grabbing of Omari and go, no, 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 don't marry outside of the race, I've gracefully and with mercy em embraced it as it's almost nurturing. No, no, no. I rock you better. But it just means that we all got to get a little bit less afraid to get up from our own solitude called cafeteria table colored black and walk around a little bit you might, in fact, run into a J as a black woman and go, damn, she dope as hell. If she was black, I'd set her, I'd set her up with my homie Omari. Mm -hmm. You ever thought about that? She dope. If she was black, I'd set her up. But damn, imagine God going, if she were black, I absolutely never put that in the clause. Right. 
But we as human beings put it in the clause. I can't say every episode that uh, exposure leads to expansion, but that's what you're saying. You got to separate yourself from this table and go and explore so that we so you can see can what's out there. So that we can expand. Never right. for me, Fred. No, you, no, not no, you. No, I'm saying your setup was crazy. Right. So if you just threw it like Chris Paul, I'm coming down with it. <laughs> Take us back, because I know where Ryan wants to go. That, that, well, not, no, actually, I wasn't even, I'm not even going to go back uh, in the sense of what the conversation was here. I want to go back, actually, to a different Amari. We get to sit up here now as Fred at this age, Channing at this age, Ryan at this age, and having experienced things and having gained success but it hasn't always been that way for you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, through our adversity mm -hmm. comes the wisdom, mm -hmm. right? Through our adversity comes the lack of fear, mm -hmm. right? Because we also start to understand that, you know what, like life is short. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of those moments you went through or some of the things that you gained living out of a car? Some no. of the things that you gained Don't. working odd jobs so no. you could get to this point to where, because Truth be told, as great as a, of an athlete as you were, as great of a poet, as great of a, an actor as you are now, without the success that you have now, we are not sitting here. We're not, we're, we're not listening to this in the same way. So what are some of the what things... What you talking about me, deep? Hmm? Your teammates is crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about it. But true statement, so, so what, what are some of those things, though, that you dealt so with my, that so people my... don't associate with who Amari is now? Okay, so my turn for flowers, right? To my right sits a fellow free agent from LSU who played a multitude of seasons and became a hell of a free safety. To your right, Fred Taylor was one of the dopest running backs in all of SEC history. Hell yeah, he was. Okay, so Fred Taylor goes 12 years in the league, 13, because we all came out together. Fred and I were together. Yep. Ryan's a little bit younger. We were together, so I really know this one. But I know... When Ryan came out, I'm like, damn, Ryan got to the place I didn't get to. And now my college roommate just walked into the Hall of Fame. Mm. Yeah. Champ might arguably be the second greatest cover of all time. Mm -hmm. Dion was in a tackler. Dion tackled with his booty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know Brian gonna see this, do right? Ass, do that ass on him. But Dion Sanders, ironically, and he knows this, is the greatest of corner of all time. It's arguable that Champ is right there. I, you know, I can hear God saying, Daryl Green, Amari. I, I know, I know. Champs, they, you know, he's in the conversation. And then to Fred's right is Channing, having played one of the hardest positions in the NFL, and definitely as it pertained to protecting one's knees. Fred the same. You know, the running back or fullback is the linebacker on offense. And now Channing plays six or seven seasons. You guys got to a quicker paycheck. Ryan, you asked such a great question because I never got to money quick. Mm. And I've absolutely heard that Biggie said it 30,000 times because we all played it 30,000 times. More money, more problems. I get it. But I also hear my father saying, but resources matter. Yeah. Some of that money, you could pay for a shrink to help your shit. <laughs> <laughs> money will give you a shrink. And right. you can go and lay down, and they will liken Goodwill Hunting with Matt Damon laying down and Robin Williams overseeing them. Rest in peace, Robin. They will figure or help you figure your shit out. But you need money for that. You three really got to that cash differently. And I just love where y'all now are, because y'all are not the sad story of what went wrong. Giving a young black man 
usually from socioeconomic backgrounds that are lower, inner city included, some dollars. But ironically, Ryan, you're right. I was truly in the car with no money. So now what I deal with a lot, and Junior just said this yesterday on set, yours has been such a marathon run, oh, that sometimes you get on sets and some people forget all that you are and all you've done. So they play you lower. And it had him hot yesterday. And guess what, Ryan, he gets to be the bad guy then, even if being the bad guy is relegated to him inside being hot. Not snapping on any respected producer, but inside feeling like if I could do something for my guy, this is what I would change. The stature has taken longer. That's the pitfall because the stature was not necessarily longer. Let Ryan, Fred, or Channing tell it from your POV. By the time I was coming off a of gridiron game, y'all were like, he's really gonna rock. Watch him fly. But bro, we as black men haven't often dealt in titles because we don't come with titles. But in our industries, respective financial, medicine, religion, entertainment, education, there are people who deal in titles. So until you're at that title, they ain't necessarily with you the way that they should be. 100%. Or the way that God would say, you've earned with you. You guys got to a title quicker. Even if not the championship title, you were Wikipedia'd in a way that, oh, was it yet? So it's very interesting to go through all of that, but have the thing that y'all possess, the three of you have the core of not just being an athlete, but the football thing. It's absolutely why I'm where I'm at. When was oh good? When was oh good financially? When, when did you look? Financially, just, it, like, I, I know you have more to do. Because I still haven't made what I, I should have made. Yeah, 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 bro. I still have never made the money. No, the money. I've never made what I should have made. Never. On the back end. Period. It's happening now, finally. But when, when, did you, when did you sit back? You said, like you said, you talked to yourself and said, I done made it, the world knows me, and my kids don't never power. have to worry about nothing. After power. All the movies you did before that? I made $5. <laughs> Bruh. Correct me if I'm wrong, because, you know, the internet and different things. I feel like there was the time 50 was talking about lending, lending people money. It came out that he lent you money, and you were like, but I paid it back plus interest. I think he forever just really, really respects the shit out of me for that. We just not taught that in our community. Barely do we pay anybody back. Right. But then once we pay them back, you're not thinking about me. How many times has Fred Taylor, Ryan Clark, and Channing Crowder been f***ing hit up for money? Dozens, dozens. So once we're hit up for money, and I, and I am financially obviously stable at this point, once we're hit up for money, we don't expect it back. Sometimes we wish it could come back from the person who might have promised seven times they'd return it. Like, damn, seven? That's like a heavenly number. <laughs> you ain't gonna say seven and not give me at least seven bucks of whatever I gave you back. So, so always say, always can you, say the, can you give wifey a ride somewhere? <laughs> hey, always say, I don't Jenny, loan money. Something? I give something. You know what I mean? I, I, I give money. I don't loan money. I give money because most of the times I don't expect it. So back. for me to give it back to 50 with interest, I just, I was so proud to be able to do that. And it was early. He felt like, damn, oh, you can't be messed up. You need money. And it was the summer, and it was after season one, and then it was the summer after season two, and he gave me 20000 and the next summer he gave me twenty-three. dollars absolutely, because he adores Jay and the kids. He might like them more than me. It was absolutely given in a way of, like, you know, take care of the family, bro. Use that. Up to that point, though, oh, in your career, you still weren't making money where you were taking loans? On um, power, I never got that. 
And the end of it, never, right? Never. Oh, 20 racks. Time now. Jamie St. Patrick. How much do you think I made a week? An episode? I would think 20 Angela Bassett makes 250 on 911. She's the highest paid. She makes 250 a week? So you had at least 150. No, then you get it right. First time I've ever disclosed it. But I was also the face of the network. Right. Angela's not the face of that network. She's one of the greatest actresses that will grace the planet, but she's not the face of that network. It's metrics. When we go to renegotiate contracts as athletes, what do you, Fred and Channing, do? You go, coach, this, 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 this. This many sacks, this many tackles, this much, this many. I got my yak yardage is this. Fred, we're not talking yak yardage. No, we are. Right. We are talking yak yardage, because there's that too. I sustain after getting hit five times. I usually give you three more yards after being hit five times. One, five. Mm -hmm. I'm a football cat, Ryan. Metric speak. You know why I like sports? Because sports is about X's and O's. There is no objective. No, you either make the play or you ride the bench. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> no subjectivity to it. No. That's it. So it's that person who's an activist and a poet who is full of grace and mercy to absolutely be like stars, I'm still super humble. 50 and Courtney, I'll thank you forever. But all of them know he didn't really make no money. They know it before I know it. That's crazy to me. Because they're higher up in the company. You don't think Jerry Krause knows every dollar that Scotty was fighting for before Scotty remembers that he's fighting for the dollar? Yeah. Yeah. It's all the same. It's just the money is quicker and bigger in a very abrupt way for the athlete, Ryan. I'm super proud that as a free agent, you found as, as much length in career, right? Dr. King said, longevity has its place. You found longevity in a career where Fred Taylor was touted as one of the greats. You then came in, obviously stupidly gifted, unsigned free agent, and becomes what you, Dog. Appreciate it, bro. You don't have to think about that. No, I appreciate it. Think about the dollars that reach, and it's a, you go, and then the third year, they, it's subjective. So whether they give Scotty what he was owed, when Michael was like, Scotty, I know, but let's just get through the year, and then we'll talk about the money. Whether that's given or not, at some point, even an unsigned free agent, there is that moment of metrics stating, shit, what does that other free safety make from that team? That doesn't. That didn't happen necessarily. Oh, 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 that doesn't you know, necessarily. Because the player empowerment movement, when KD was moving around, LeBron moving around. Great point, Jay. And all that. Football now. The football now. Football Debo, Debo, and them boys saying, "I want to hit it." Is there an actor empowerment movement? How do How do you get that? The, the leverage. It's called, I'm gonna call it leverage. The leverage you talking about, bro? Do you have it now? How do actors get that? It's leverage? coming. It's now coming. Some of how you get it for me, because remember, my brand Channing was first and foremost. Uh, storytelling, to Fred's point. The flip of the switch. My brand was, wow, he's an interesting actor who can kind of play a lot of different things. He looks like a leading man, but he might almost be a character actor, a black Brad Pitt, if you will. Right. Brad Pitt looks like a Ken doll leading man, mm -hmm. but Brad can play all over the place. Yeah. Brad can play a pikey talking boxer in Snatch and then go over here and play Meet Joe Black and then come back and play a weed token whatever in True Romance and then play in Legends of the Fall and, I mean, Fight Club with Ed Norton. Brad's kind of all over the place, but he walks in a room and you go, Brad Pitt, leading man. Put him over there in that casting. 
Yeah, but he can do a lot of different things. No, put him right there. So, Channing, part of it, bro, was that I came in with a big-ass bag, to Deion Sanders' point. I love Deion. That Negro texts me every week reminding me how gifted I am. It's so meaningful because my brand has only been the gift. I had to get to the place where I was reminding Rooms Channing that I was not just the artist, but I'm a business-savvy cat equally. That's when they get resist. Ah! Because I was presenting, first and foremost, and maybe too much, the artsy-fartsy kid. Yeah. That's the point. But nigga, I like money, too. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be, to what Channing was saying, you have to be selective in the roles you, you, you take so because much. you can give that leverage away. That's right. Right? That's right. Much like in That's today's right. game, you know, guys are trying to, you know, figure out where they want to go and right. selective in the deals they take because right. they can reset, you That's know, right. the, 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 the contracts for other players for sure. if they take some bullshit. For sure. And pace is everything. Right. And not only did we pace differently than the actor born in 1998. Barkley said we were all born at the right time. We, we were born at was, a very interesting time. Right. There is a reason that Fred and, and, and Channing and Ryan and Omari can say, yes, yes, I know Manning is close, and I know that, you know, touchdown Joe is close, but okay, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever to play. Because Freddie paced. 12 yard outs, seven yard outs, mm -hmm. 35 and out, 12 yard out, yak yardage. Mm -hmm. Making former quarterbacks who are five foot eight receivers. A lot of the receivers were former college quarterbacks. And now there's debate of whether some of them should walk in the Hall of Fame. That Brady paced. So that's the other thing, Fred. For me, it was always remembering. Even though Nipsey dead at 33, so if he died, what, three years ago, he died before Kobe, four years ago, whatever it was, he would now be 36, 37 years old. Nipsey is still allowed to be touted in that huddle of generation where the greatest of his brand was aptly stated, marathon. Mm. It, it truly is a marathon, Fred. It, it really is a marathon. And I think my leverage is partly from me thinking of it more like that. Like, shit, I hate that it's a marathon. I wish I had the abrupt paycheck. I wish I had the 56 that the college roommate signed for nine years, right? Champ went to the 56 million over nine years, leaving Redskins, going to Denver. Sure, I wish I had two out of the 56 million. Right, right. But I also understand that God beautifully made sports such a gladiator sport, particularly parenthetically stated, football, American football. Not that soccer is not included in that. And definitely hockey and lacrosse are included in that. But you can't have the same marathon that Omari has. Hence my pride in Fred and Ryan and Channing doing what you're doing, because you're still pacing. Right. Look what you did in transitioning. A lot of people, where are they now? Since we're making comparisons, right? Uh, sports, entertainment. You have so many different avenues now with all the different streaming platforms. Mm. And you can now go back and earn that, even in football. Yes. You know, we have the social media. There's so many different yes. ways they can yeah. show the game. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the, the contracts are much larger. Yes. The same thing in, in, in what you're doing. You got the Netflixes, mm -hmm. the Hulus, the mm -hmm. Amazons. Mm -hmm. When you go back, maybe you just wanted to be on a big screen. But it's so much more you could, could do now and can take. Damn, Fred knows some shit. <laughs> Does that make you feel excited? Because you have range. I absolutely wanted range. to be on the big screen. I thank you, Fred. I wanted to be on the big screen. I definitely feel, feel the age similarity of, of obviously down to almost a year. 
I think he's one year younger than me, only by months, and that being Leo DiCaprio. But I think the four of us would say, for our generation, Leo is the last movie star as it relega as it's relegated to the big screen. Leo's the last of that. Mm -hmm. I only, after trying to quit acting and give up on it, just like we try to give up on a great girl that God gives you, you know what I mean? We all run, because men are babies. Yes, women, we are saying it. <laughs> men are babies. So maybe some of us are more men to be secure enough to say that we're babies, but even the most secure man is still a baby. So for the long time, I was, for the longest of time, excuse me, I was absolutely Fred on that thing, in that babyish way being like, I'm supposed to be on big screen. Right. <clears throat> there are way more avenues now, and 50 and Courtney and Stars did give me a beautiful lob. And by the way, because I won't ever say it, because I know, Fred, you don't want me to say it. But whatever has happened to this character Ghost, whether he's dead or still alive, <laughs> how about that, Fred? I love it. This man, who played that man, absolutely has been now hired more on the Netflix world, or by the Netflix world family, than I have by stars. Mm. Stars I had six and a half years, but I've almost done freaking six movies in only two years with Netflix, to your point about the streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to Joe D one day, being Joe Dumars, the great Joe Dumars, and I had a conversation with him in, in he and Debbie's new house in, in Detroit, and I was out there doing a film with Kasim Basir, who was the director of A Boy, A Girl, A Dream, um, doing another personal film he wanted me to do, and Joe said it best. He said, yeah, but all these streaming platforms, yes, you might not make the dollar up front that you know, your predecessor of brilliant Denzel Washington made immediately, but what you do get to the point of being able to do now is you're worldwide because Netflix is now worldwide. Mm -hmm. So you might almost be on more platforms than them and almost more internationally known than they were, but maybe the dollar is not there. So the leverage now, Fred, to your great point, would be going to Netflix, you know, in, in, in desire. I can't ever state it arrogantly, but in desire, going to a Netflix and reminding them, I've done four to five. Can we now talk deal? That's the point. Can we talk, to your point about back end, to Channing's point about nothing on residual tip, not just residual tip, I'll get paid off power forever, but how about like on some big hefty back end tip? Or a deal, Netflix is giving incredible deals. Apple is giving incredible deals. Kevin Hart and I have something in the works that I can't speak too much about, but it would be at one of those, it wouldn't be at, at, uh, at Netflix, but it would be at one of those streaming platforms that we speak of, and it could come with a really hefty thing. And you, Ryan, and, and Channing, you know, can absolutely have me back on and go, this is crazy. Oh, full circle from that first interview, you now are in that space where some of that leverage we talked about, and it is from that standpoint, like you said, it is from the standpoint of, but now, oh, if you've done your turn at showing how much you have range, then there's no job that will say, yeah, but he can't do this. And even if I can't do it, if I become a producer on five viable jobs over here, can I at least go produce that job that has a character that you guys aren't convinced or believing that I could play? Yeah, come in as a producer, because you've shown viability there. It's all numbers. And so the biggest thing for me is, because you mentioned athletics a ton, and that's where we all come from. And obviously, once you get out into the real world, there are some of those things we got to pull back on, mm -hmm. right? Because people who don't do what we do or haven't done what we've done Can don't be understand. very intimidated. Yeah, they don't understand that <laughs> type of aggression. But then there's also some, some ways, to me, that gives us the advantage. And so now you've parlayed this marathon into where you are going to get into 
production. But you mentioned Denzel Washington, and obviously to to me, he's the he is the, the greatest actor I've ever seen. Denzel turns everybody into some form of Denzel, and that's who I want Denzel. And that's who that person is to me. <laughs> like Malcolm X is, is that person. Frank Lucas is is that person. That's a great way to but, put it. But what I, I do, thought you were gonna say reverse, but no, no, that's a great but, way to but put what it. I do love about it now though is every time Denzel Washington speaks, I listen. Every single time. And if you want to see my wallet, I'll show it to yeah, you. And That's my favorite now. phrase. Sitting here with you now and just listening to you talk life, not even necessarily the business, it's made it's given me that feeling. What's next for you? Not just what's next in the business of acting. I do believe that steeped in me, bro, is the activism of a Harold Belafonte, of a Sidney Poitier. I do understand that what makes the moment all the much richer moment when someone wins the national title or the whatever you would call the NBA title, when our grayed out, elegant, almost ethereal floating on space, Bill Russell comes out and gives the trophy to whomever respectively won the championship, I'm still aware that so many hotels kicked him out because he was black. Yeah. Not because he was necessarily seven foot two, but because or six foot eleven to seven two, but because he was black. I'm aware of it. I'm aware that he didn't make the dollars that the brothers now make. The big ticket was called the big ticket for a reason. Garnett came in and changed the game, yep. which equally changed football in, in a way. I'm aware that baseball players make the most money and nobody even knows them when they go to McDonald's. I, I'm, I'm aware of how it all goes, but in being aware of it, is that enough, Ryan? And I started realizing if God introduced me even in the last hour, 25th hour of his life, and that being Muhammad Ali, and I got to sit in bed with Muhammad, and he's watching power, and I'm watching a fight of his, and he's watching, which is facts. Wow. You don't get that opportunity unless it's God saying, listen to Muhammad Ali, even if he can't audibly be listened to, because he can no longer speak, and hear what I'm saying, which is, you are built like them. You're an activist, and you're an artist, but never let either one go, and that's what I've realized, Ryan. That, that's how I'll answer the question. Some people have become just that and let the other thing go. I keep hearing God go, no, I'm forever gonna make you do the thing that makes Ryan admire Denzel, but while doing it, you gotta just keep giving back. I'm exhausted, God, I don't care. God, I wanna spend more time with Brave. He's 14 now and not seven. I wanna go on a daddy-daughter date with Nova. I know, handle that, juggle that. God, really? Yep, do it. All I know is, is mama thought I was gonna be a pastor. Denzel's mama thought he was gonna be a pastor. Paulette and Denzel had me in that house for 20-some years, you know that. Ryan, is that shit accident or not? Right. It's not Made accident. to be. So for me, it's a very well aware moment for me. I have clarity at another level now, and I'm like, how can we build a country, say that we're created equal, of this, that, and the third, and it hasn't been shown at all? Obviously, women equally going through the detriment that we've gone through as black men. The double minority of black women being obviously handed the real, real thing, but you make a great point, Ryan. Oftentimes, because women are not as thought of as, as aggressive as black men, or our women not as aggressive, because they are women, we are more of the threat. So I would love to always insert whatever elegance and class I have while being passionate, whatever I can insert in allowing a white elder statesman and all of the huddle around that to go, we gotta really start to listen to black men and what they feel because they are the leaders of their homes the same way we're the leaders of our homes. So we should listen to what they're having to say 
because we've never listened. We just end up telling them what we think we know they already feel. Nah, but dog, listen to me, and I'll tell you. And so there's a way to, nah, dog, listen to me. There's a way to articulate that very differently and to make it where we can move forward. Is it idealistic? Absolutely right. Is it an apparition like James St. Patrick never being reached and it really just being Jamie when he was love struck and ghost when he was killing? <laughs> Absolutely. But why am I living if I'm not at least trying to get across that finish line? It's crazy. Oh, you made oh. it through this without... I got, oh. I got to ask him, man. I knew it was you coming. You know, I'm, I'm the nasty dude on the show. You know, you, you met my wife. Like, we get out. <laughs> what did he just say? I'm, bro, I'm nasty, bro. Like, yeah. what you like, said. You met my wife. Yeah, like, you know, you met my say, wife. What was that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we just, 13 years, bro. Three got, kids. I yeah. Yeah, you got kids, we I get after that, it. Bro, I love bro those sex scenes on the show, <laughs> how do they go? Because I saw you and Angela. Was coming. Like, you married, Did bro. you know that was coming? I, I was trying yeah. to save you, you from married, it. Why you Then I see you and Angela rolling around, and we might have cut power off a couple times and got after it after I saw y'all interacting. Like, how do how those... Filmed sex scenes happen because I couldn't do it, bro. I'd be rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> would. I would be rock hard. Very Listen, I get rock hard right now with these cameras. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let my wife walk over here and sit on my lap. Watch what happens. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't know how y'all do my... Like it's professional, but bro, it's... you got me sweating, dog. Yes. You are it stupid. Can't be that like, but it's un but it's so it's all it but it's this yes but Channing it's the lights and the cameras and like this one this thing. camera's at you yeah sometimes the camera operator is on the bed with the camera here mm -hmm. and you feel his foot more than you feel whatever's on her well, give me that foot <laughs> <laughs> I'm still with you Channing <laughs> bro I just bro, if a fine woman if a fine woman sitting on me bro the booty there all that bro. Rock hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, Rock you wouldn't, hard. bro. I'm, I might be a porn star. I don't know. <laughs> I might have mi missed my calling, oh. Let me tell you, you know what's funny? I was about to ask y'all, what made y'all name the show Pivot? And guess what? Channing just fucking answered it. <laughs> we was here. It was, it was deep. And Channing pivoted. <laughs> to there. To there. I have to know, man. Ding, ding, ding. Welcome to the show. You finally made it to the show. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you, dog. Man, that was you amazing, man. Here, Thank you so much, my guy. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Everything you do, bro. I love that you, Fred. I love you, Ryan. I love you, Chase. So proud of you, man. Now you amazing. Peace, appreciate you. <laughs> no, you was a, that was crazy, though. I knew it was coming, too. I got him, man. That guy. Hey, hey, hey come on, you know, I be wondering, too. Love, appreciate you. Hey, because they didn't do, like, the make love scenes on power. Yeah. They was effing. Hold up. Limitless. In it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Uh, way I'm feeling, get me up. Uh, on a mission, get me up. Uh, knowing me, I got the key. Uh, on the vision, I can trust. Uh, trust. Uh, limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Uh, way I'm feeling, get me up.